Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Hello and welcome, everyone. This is Lisa Michaels for Conscious Dance Facilitator Training. And I just want to say that it is International Dance Day. That's the day I decided to begin the re-recording of this program Dance just, whoo, it's something I love, and this is module one, and I'm glad you are here with me. In this module, we're going to start into the core principles and benefits of conscious dance done the natural rhythms way. Um, there's actually lots of ways to do conscious dance, and over our time, we'll certainly talk about some of them. You're going to be discovering how dance works as a potent workshop tool in both a live and virtual environment, because, of course, you're going to have an experience of that here. And then we'll be activating your program and business intention and then finding out about the program certification procedures. But just open for a minute. Open and receive this beautiful quote. We come spinning out of nothingness, scattering stars. The stars form a circle and in the center we dance. Rumi. That's the energy we want to hold as we do this. Most of you know by now that for, um, I, I think I was 11 when I started in structured dance training, but long before that, I was choreographing the neighborhood children. I have no earthly idea how I even knew how to choreograph, but I just fell in love with this art form, and it has continued to unfold. I use it in all of my facilitations, whether online or offline, because it's what moves energy, and we'll be talking about that later today. But with, as I developed the natural rhythms work and began working more deeply with the elements, this relationship to dance is what I really discovered in a whole new way. We'll again be talking about that. But just briefly, as a ballet dancer, you know, you really learn to coordinate your head, your arms, your feet, your legs, all these different components of who you are in time and in sync with the music. Certainly other structured dance, too. Just ballet was my main form of movement. So it's where I really have, um, I, I can really talk about it. Now, one of the things that I realized as I continued to pursue consciousness is that ballet was actually what structured my consciousness. If I'd not learned how to do all of those movements and hold that in my body, my consciousness container would not have been sufficient to hold and bring in the level of consciousness of the elemental forces of creation because it's it's layered like that you dance and you move with the forces of creation now you do not have to have studied years of ballet in order to do this by any means but for me to bring it in and for me to hold it and for me to anchor it I needed that. So I just want to acknowledge the forces of creation work the dance work and the priestess work which has helped me to honor the vessel of my physical body more deeply as a sacred container and to channel and run this energy and there's so many different ways to do it you're going to be really accessing it on a deeper level and really learning how to hold space for other people to do it as I posted all over social media today. It is, again, International Dance Day, and I have loved dance my whole life. So I just want to acknowledge that and honor it. 
Now, as we go along, we're going to be working on two levels. Your activation and experience as a facilitator because you want to step into this field and really be able to work with it. But also, and, and also part of that is you as a business owner. So we're going to let the energy of this help you take your business to the next level too. But then we're going to be going you're going to be having experiences there, but then we're going to go backstage and talk about these experiences and helping you to see how you can translate those experiences into working with other people. So it'll be the activations themselves and then how all the multiple ways that those particular things can be utilized for you helping others. Now, there's a lot of done-for-you materials that are going to be included as we go along. I'm not dumping them all out at once because I want to go through and make sure each time we do something that you get the right handouts. But then there are some things that are additionally available that are not part of the training but are really low cost and you'll need to um, have access to. And the reason why is because I frankly don't ship them out anymore. So you need to actually order them from someplace else. So the Natural Rhythms book, I really feel will help you tremendously. Most of you probably already have it, but um, a, a tangible copy can help you a lot, certainly on Kindle, but that's a really useful thing. And then, and you you get a PDF of that, I believe, in the course, but just in case you want a, a hard copy book or a soft copy, then you really need the Oracle, and you can order that on Amazon or you can order it through Sacred Spaces because you're going to be using that with your participants over the time. Now, I want to call in Sacred Space, and at the at the beginning of each module that you're you're participating in, if you are stopping in between modules, then you want to just reconnect to sacred space in order to work with the new ones. So just drop your awareness into your body. And let's connect to earth for good groundedness, but also embodiment, because that's one of the things that dance helps you to do with any concept is to deeply embody it. Then calling on water for good emotional support and safety for you as the facilitator, but also you holding that deep container for your participants. Calling on air for focus and intention, understanding how much the vibrational feel that you hold as a facilitator, how much that impacts your participants and how to develop that. We will definitely be going into that for dance. We certainly did it in the facilitator training, but we're specifically connecting it to dance in this training. And then fire. You know, fire really helps you to stimulate the vessel of your body and to alchemically transform things to do release work the heat of the motion really shakes things up in your energetic field and gets you moving to a new frequency so we want to acknowledge that and then that direct connection to source that you can really run, bring in, activate, and keep enlivened as you do this work. I'm going to call in the field of dance. And now I'm going to give you a piece of music. And what I want you to do to this piece of music, we're going to be beginning our conscious dance part, is I want you to make space in your body and in your consciousness to receive the transmission around conscious dance and to literally open to receive from the other realms and the other places in your own consciousness what you want to do with this, how you can bring it forward, how you can assist other people. Now, there's some basic principles about conscious dance that, again, we'll be diving into as we go along. But it, the core of it is that you place your awareness in your body and you activate whatever intention is being set. This intention is to make space in your body and in your consciousness 
to receive. So that's pretty simple, but you're going to be surprised based on how you feel right now, what happens when you dance with that intention. And you're simply going to allow your body to inform you how it wants to move. There's no steps in conscious dance. It's just letting the energy move. So up you go, making space in your body and in your consciousness for receiving the transmission of the training and for receiving any insights that you need personally. Okay, here we go. felt so good. Notice the difference in how you feel from making that space inside. You know, I'd love for you to just share or type in and share a word or two about how you feel now. That was Shauna Carroll. And that's Make Sacred Space. And you'll be getting, you'll be receiving a oh, felt so good. I'll take a deep breath. You'll be receiving a a playlist for the program, so not to worry. You don't have to um, tie, write down everything, but you'll, you will absolutely be receiving that. So Leslie says, open to receive. Love the breathing and movement together. Yeah, it's so rich, isn't it? Uh, just really, really delicious. Yeah, thanks for sharing. All right. Oh, that felt amazing. Um, Sharon says, more centered, calm. Body has more movement and flexibility. Very beautiful, Sharon. Thank you. 
So Ted Sean says, dance is the only art which we ourselves are the stuff with which it is made. We ourselves. Now, certainly singing, the energy of creation comes through you. It comes through your vocal cords. But dance, we, the whole body, is part of that art. Beautiful. Victoria says, expanded sense of possibility for dance to embody our divinity. Beautiful, Victoria. Beautiful, everyone. All right. So there's lots of reasons why you want people to move more and to dance more. It absolutely boosts learning. It helps you to integrate learning and embody it. It clears your energy. It does what we just did, which is make space in the body for new things to be. But it also will help you clear any blocks. We'll be going way into that as we go along and to shift what, what you've been holding. It energizes you. It enhances creativity. You'll be learning ways to use all of that. Now, we want to talk a little bit for a minute about the difference between structured and conscious dance. Structured dance, and you may actually find yourself wanting to use structured dance occasionally in your workshops or in your experiences. And actually, when we do Sacred Dance of Money, you'll have an experience of how simply a certain structured dance component can make a big difference in what you what your participants experience. Now, I'll give you an example of that um, as we go along. This top picture is actually a group of women who did the priestess process with a different facilitator. Then they did the high priestess process with me in person. Then they did something called co-creation, and then we went on to study alchemy. Now, I don't do it in that order anymore, but I still do all the components. But the thing that fascinated me, we'd been, done, we'd been doing conscious dance for a couple of years together. They actually said to me, as we began that fourth level of their process, they said, why haven't you been teaching us ballet? And I'm like, oh, well... You know, um, because this isn't a ballet program, and I had no idea you wanted to know that. They said, yeah, we want to know how to shape our bodies more and how to connect with this energy. Like, that's really fascinating. So we spent, they actually wanted to do this so much that they rented a ballet studio for us to take part of our weekend workshop time to go to to learn a structured movement piece that I choreographed and they did. It was beautiful, 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 beautiful. You can actually see that video on the video page on lisa-michaels.com. It's just a lovely, lovely video and they did an amazing job. But structured dance, again, it structures your consciousness. It helps you to develop more grace and it assists you in patterned thinking. Conscious dance really opens the portal, the doorway between you and the divine. Plus, it, because you, like, shake loose all the old patterns that you're holding, it brings more creativity to whatever you're doing. So it act, helps you access, access new layers of consciousness, but also open to a lot more creativity. So through dancing, you increase your coordination and grace, your ability to express your essence, your connection to source, and your inner knowing. You receive inner guidance and life direction, deeper insights and awareness, and a divine essence infusion. You enhance your ability to clear old energy, your ability to create, and your capacity to bring spirit into form. Now, again, you want to think about this in two ways. You want to think about all of these 
as you taking that to the next level for yourself, no matter how much dance experience you've had or if you've had very little, you want to activate it going to the next level for yourself during this training. But then you also want to activate and enhance and increase your ability to, do, to hold sacred space for others in your presence and in your trainings to do those same things. Very, very, very powerful. Now, it can work in both a live environment. I love, of course, doing it live because we get to really be in each other's energies. But sometimes you just can't be live and you want to transmit something. I mean, I've done this facilitator training several times. Oh, I did not realize that I still had Skype on from the other day. So that's why it made a little noise. I'm turning it off right now. Um, you may or may not have been able to hear it, but now we've got it off. So in a virtual environment, I mean, sometimes I just need to be able to reach people in multiple countries and in, in multiple places without them having to travel. So I needed to be able to really utilize the process and the the tool that dance was even in a virtual environment and I've been doing it for a long time now and it really really helps either way in either kind of environment you want to get people moving at the maximum that they can in that environment and uh, we'll be talking about lot, a lot of components about that as we go along it works easily in any setting and there's something very important. You've got to have good sound. Now, one of the things that I do is I actually have a Bose sound system. But with this new format that I'm using, um, sometimes I play music through my computer. But I have a big Bose. I, at one point, I just kept buying these little boom boxes because I was traveling a lot and I'm like this is just not good enough for me I've got to have a more substantial system and so I bought a nice system so you wherever you are you want to make sure that the music fills the space for a long time there I was renting a dance studio in the area I used to have a big five you know big huge one with three studios in it but um, once I once I sold my portion of that and I left that, I also started renting a studio. And they had great sound, so I didn't have to bring my system. But if I'm facilitating somewhere where there is not adequate sound, I make sure that I absolutely have it. Now, technically, if you are transmitting music over the airwaves, you need to be either a member of ASCAP, that's the Association of Composers, Posers and musicians, I can't remember all the, the abbreviation, um, either a member of ASCAP or BMI and pay your dues. That's technically what you need to do. But no matter what you choose to do, having powerful, good sound is really super important. So now the core components of conscious dance is, of course, number one, consciousness you're using dance to increase your consciousness and your connection to consciousness you're using it to help with the awareness of what is happening inside your body and then you're working with aspects of creation perhaps the elemental forces and the rhythmic cycles you're going to get so much about how to use these in conscious dance classes, how to bring them into your workshops, how to help people really move energy around it. It's super, super fun. And then there's another piece which has to do with being in sacred space. We'll talk quite a bit about that. And then working with intention and then all the ways to do that. The first and foremost thing that as a conscious dance facilitator you are going to want to deepen your awareness in, and that is moving your awareness deeper inside the body. Just do that for a minute. Just move your awareness from outside of you way deeper in your body. And just notice, what do you feel? Like right now I can feel that my 
low back wants a little twist. My shoulders, yeah. You're paying attention to where the energy wants to move and helping that to move. Now, that's going to seem like it's just in the physical, but the consciousness is everywhere. Candace Pert says, and she's a, um, a PhD, Your Body is Your Subconscious Mind. It's a great book. In the end, I can't separate brain from body. Consciousness isn't just in the head, nor is it a question of the power over, of the mind over the body, because there are flip sides of the same thing. Mind doesn't dominate body, it becomes body. This is super important to understand as we go along. So as we're moving the body temple and bringing in the divine, we're connecting to each of the realms. Earth is this physical vessel that contains all of the elements, your personal relationship to them, and their impact in creation through you. Water's the emotional realm that uses feelings to magnetize your creations. Air helps you focus intention for any creation that you can envision. Fire infuses energy with action into your creations through constant motion. It's inter- it's interesting all of a sudden with fire, I just got this piece about this is what happens to a lot of people with their businesses. The fire goes out. They're not keeping enough momentum going. You want to really pay careful attention to fire. This is also what happens to a lot of people with their bodies. Their energy gets stuck because they're not using you know, enough rhythm, enough motion to keep the energy going in their body, which keeps the energy going in their lives and in their businesses, not in a frantic way, but in a way of we are moving those forces and we're energetically moving them in our being. You as a facilitator, this is part of what you'll transmit. This is part of what you'll hold space for people to do in a way that you will really work with the elements. A spiritual realm is bringing your personal soul essence and expressing it through your creations. And again, helping your participants do the same thing. And then moving all of those energies within a unified field of creation. Adding a rhythmic timing and it becomes a, da- a dance. Woohoo! A dance, a dance, a dance. Okay, hang on. So we're increasing our consciousness on every realm of creation as we work with conscious dance. We're helping our participants to do the same thing. You see, what happens, and I've taught people a long time now, what happens is if they don't understand how to work with one of the realms, that realm can easily stop them from bringing their creations into being. Or if they don't know how to align them, This is part of what you are going to be transmitting to them, helping them to hold, helping them to see where they need to understand how one of the elements is impacting their consciousness in terms of creating and manifesting their dreams and desires. Very, very important. Now we need to go into dance itself a little bit more. Dance was actually a primary form of worship of the goddess. And often, in addition to creator, giver, and protector of all life, the dancer, the goddess herself, was a dancer. The goddess herself was a dancer. So here's Hathor in Egypt. She is the goddess of music and dance. There's Asperus in Cambodia dancing. There's Saraswati in India. It is frequent that the goddess herself was a dancer. A major characteristics of all matriarchal cultures was dancing. Dance was more than a passing emotional outburst. Beyond even expressive 
prayer. Indeed, dancing was the most important magical practice of all. Now, I want you to really hear me about this. When she's talking about magical practice, what she's talking about is the ability of the body to channel energy through creation as you move and you call on those energies. That is completely different than what she's saying, an expressive prayer, which you will often see the sacred dancers. They're just like expressing their love of devotion and the divine, and that's beautiful. It's perfectly fine. That is different than a magical practice, a magical practice where you channel the energy of creation through you and you bring it out into the world of form. Very different. This is the depth and place in which we are approaching dance and its ability to move things in the world of creation. Now, ancient Eastern mythology was shaped around the idea that the universe was created through a divine dance, that musical instruments were the tools of the supernatural which poured forth the music of the spheres. This is actually Shiva in India, and he dances the dance of destruction before he dances the dance of creation. And if you think about it, a lot of times, like let's say you're going to you're going to create a room. You're going to redo a room. Well, you've got to take everything out. And like uh, I personally like watching the home remodel shows. And they tear down the whole room. And then they create the new. You know, you if you're going to build a house, you tear down what's there. And you create the new. So a lot of times that is what actually happens. The dance of destruction before the dance of creation. So just tuning into that, I want you to just feel these things in your body. I love this little book, When the Drummers Were Women. Lane Redmond talks about that tempo and temple, they share the same Latin root. So it's not surprising that drumming and rhythmical dancing are used as a means of expressing spirituality. Now I say, this is actually not from her book. I love the book When Drummers Are Women because she goes deeply into this. But I'm pretty sure this little quote wasn't from her. But she talks a lot about the sacredness of dance in this book. It's beautiful. So when you consciously move your body temple in time, tempo, or rhythm to the music of the spheres, which we will be going into, you channel divine essence into creation. Feel that. You channel divine essence through you into creation. Wow. So the music of the spheres, this is the rhythm of the sun, the moon, the stars, the planets. We want to get connected to dancing our creation dance to this music of the spheres. Connecting to the rhythmic cycles that enhance and boost creation. Now just tune into these beautiful images and I'm going to read you something that I actually found on the internet a long time ago but it's so beautiful. So again I can't tell you the exact source but I want you to hold this in your being. In the in the time of the ancient temples, the Eleusian and Dionysian rites were born. Here was the birth of herbology, medicine, metallurgy and modern agriculture. And here the dance was kept. There were temples we know of in which the dance did not cease for years. In some, the dance went on for decades. There are some in which we suspect the dance did not end for centuries. This was one of the ways in which the ancient ones kept the sacred time. It was here the priestesses danced the celestial circle dance and the dance of the hours. 
Imitations of astral movements led to the circle dance. The foundation map for astronomy and its companion astrology was laid out in large-scale pattern on the temple pavement. Rotating stars, the revolving sun and moon, the celestial turning synchronized to the seasons and cycles were deeply meaningful mystery to the ancients and the open and the sky an open classroom. Priestesses, the first astronomers, opened the door to timekeeping, mathematics and science through their dance of the stars a very intricate dance in which moving in synchrony with the divine order, the priestesses danced from east to west around a sun or moon altar making the signs of the zodiac. The ritual dance, which varied each month, was performed with appropriate movement and in the correct costumes, with chants that affirmed instructions, praises, and prayers for the period. The roots of the sacred circle dance lay in our far distant past when dancing in circles or lines was one of the earliest forms of religious expression. The circle is a very ancient, universal symbol for wholeness, unity, communing, community, and the turning of the year. Throughout history, people have met to express their, these values by dancing in circles a living tradition that's still found in parts of Europe and in other parts of the world. Yeah, so you see down in the right-hand corner, these are Greek actresses dressed in white robes as priestesses where they danced in the, the ancient Olympia Stadium during the um, traditional Olympic lighting ceremony in 2004. Yeah, really beautiful. So feel that connection to this ancientness of dance as a magical art, of dance as something that is a way to connect to the divine. Before I go to Tom, I want to back up for a second and I want to say one other thing. And I want you to feel into this. As I grew up in the Southern Baptist tradition where dancing was a sin, we were we were made to sit still and listen to someone tell us what God was outside of us. Now, I'm not slamming that tradition, but for me, a much better access to the divine comes when I directly connect internally and I move that energy through my physical body and I make my own direct connection to the divine. That's why it's also interesting that dance was the primary form of worship for the goddess because priestesses and those connected to the goddess were about a direct connection to the divine within as opposed to sitting still and listening to somebody tell you about the divine. Now, I think it's also very interesting that it was movement that was the access to that energy as opposed to now it's a sin to move and you just need to sit still. You need to sit still, you need to be quiet, and you need to listen to an authority outside of yourself tell you how to access the divine. Very different from owning it yourself, running it in your body, and having that pure access. So just something to bring into your awareness. Now, in 1996, I went to Egypt for the first time, and I'd worked with this man extensively, Tom Kenyon. He's a phenomenal sound healer. I was actually on a trip to Egypt with Greg Braden, and Greg and Tom knew each other, and I'd studied with both of them extensively during that period of time. But when we were in Egypt, there was a lady on the bus with us. We were actually going to the temple um, in Dindara, called the Hathor Temple. Now, Tom is a sound healer. He channels the Hathor energy. It's some of the most beautiful sounds you will ever hear. And if you ever get the chance to hear Tom Kenyon, you by all means absolutely should. So we're in this temple, 
and this are we're going to this temple and this lady on the bus tells me about this dance that Tom Kenyon taught her it was called the Trazen and he channeled it from the Hathors who are supposed to be a group of interdimensional beings who came from an ascended ascended intergalactic civilization many people say Venus and they helped ancient Egypt and Tibet and they've now returned to really assist humanity's current evolution Tom teaches about this a lot well when we get there first of all is this huge transmission from Hathor and we really connected to Hathor a lot um, but we did this dance in what used to be, there used to be a lake outside of the Temple of Dendara. Now it's just a, a dry, um, just this big dry land, but it's down, so it, likes, it looks like a dry pool. And we did the trays in there, but she taught me about this. This is strange. Leslie, did that just start? That's very weird. I don't know how you're hearing that. Does anybody else hear a, ba a background audio of a man speaking? I want to give you a minute. Maybe something else is playing on your computer, sweetie. Okay. It must have been something playing on your computer. Okay. All right. Good. Thanks, everybody. All right. So now, when we did this dance, we really opened to receive the transmission from the elements. Um, we connected to the goddess Hathor. And I want to just, I want to back up and just tell you a little bit more about what the dance is. And we're not going to be doing it, but a lot of times I do it. I ask Tom for permission to do it um, and to teach it in, in my workshops. And he gave me permission to do that. You chant the ancient sounds of the elements El, Ka, Lim, Om, and you're doing this chanting, and you're moving around in concentric circles, and there's usually four layers, one going counterclockwise, one going clockwise, and there's different, um, so there's this, all this movement, and you're, you're turning inside those circles, so you really get this huge movement of energy, and you're moving your energetic fields. Now, the thing is, and this is what's so important, and this is important at the start of the Conscious Dance Facilitator Training, because the Hathors view us as luminous eggs of energy with geometry and ratio of movement. When we have issues, the subtle bodies lock or slow, and the key is to keep the subtle bodies moving. They say movement equals growth. So this is where we are not only enhancing ourselves, our lives, our own things, when we're moving, but we're helping others by providing movement opportunities. They go on to say that awareness is a function of movement. This is why conscious dance makes such a huge difference and why learning structured dance helps to organize the mind so effectively. So you want to hold this piece about movement equals growth. Movement equals growth for yourself as a conscious dance facilitator. Now, intention focuses the awareness that you're moving with. You're going to use it to call forth your creations, to move through and with all the realms of creation, to clear energy, to receive transmissions, to activate your intentions, to claim your personal power. We'll be going deeply into that and giving you an experience of all of that as we go along. And with intention, once again, you're activating every single realm, physical, emotional, mental, action, spiritual, moving with a unified field, and then moving with the rhythmic timings. Now, we want to do this in relation to your intention for this entire program. I want you to take a minute and set your intention for the program so we're going to move to activate it and get it enlivened in your life. And just as I was just as I've done before, 
when you are in a facilitator training with me, if you would like to email me your intention, I will hold that while and put it on my altar while you're in the program. So feel free to do that if you'd like to. But right now, just take a moment and write down what results you'd like to see in your business, in your personal leadership, in your ability to guide and direct dance through this program. I'll give you a little bit of background music to tune into and write your intention down. And let me know when you're finished. Just type in. Leslie, um, I'm going to read this, if that's okay. I embrace movement and conscious dance facilitation as an empowering and energizing way to activate the creation process for myself and my clients. Oh, yes, juicy, juicy, juicy. Thank you so much for sharing that. So everybody, just let me know when you're finished. I'm going to give a couple more people. That's lovely. All right. Just giving you another minute or two to let me know that you're all finished. And as you're tuning in, if you're complete, you know, feel into what was significant for you about these pieces, about talking about consciousness or the Hathors or um, moving with the elements. Anything significant come up? I'd love for you to speak into that too. All right, so do let me know when you're all finished. Okay, so Victoria says, to embody the body awareness of the unified field for self and share with others for community and growth. Beautiful. Angela says, this information is amazing. This is the facilitation role I've been called to provide support through the women I serve. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. And um, Sharon says, all said. Okay, great. So I think we're ready to, I think we're really ready to move this energy forward and activate your intention. All right. Now, 
Some of you may or may not have included your economic intentions. You know, I think that's, for some people, that's a helpful addition. Maybe they want to use it to generate a particular amount. You may not be in that place with this particular program right now, and that's perfectly fine, but it's really helpful. And, of course, with the Sacred Dance of Money, we'll be finding that out more. It's really helpful to energize those intentions as well. Okay, so now let's activate your conscious dance facilitator training intention, putting your awareness in all those fields of creation. I'm going to play you one of my favorite pieces of music. Really drop your awareness down to the second chakra, the hip area, to really move your intention in the realm of creation.
All right, beautiful. That's Lorena McKenna at Marco Polo. Now, I want you to put your awareness in your body and ask your body what it wants to tell you at this juncture of the training, what you need to know, what it what it wants to inform you about. So just take a minute, feel in. Are there any insights already that you want to take a note of? What's your body want to tell you? All right, everybody. Oh, that's just juicy. I love the insights that the body has to share. Oh, nice. Okay, now let's just talk quickly before we um, are finished with this section about the certification. So you have a document that's uploaded in Module 1 that looks like this. It's the certification form. And what I recommend is that you open it up and after every module, you just contribute, you know, your three biggest insights. The thing that I really want to know by this is that you've taken the training and you've done all the components. And that's really where you receive your certification from. And the other thing that you'll do when you're all finished is you'll just fill out this simple license agreement. And between the license agreement and this and the certification form, that'll be how we actually issue your your certificate. Really very simple, but you just want to start keeping track of it right now. Um, you also have a book list. I've given you um, some connection to each of these books, and um, we'll get the link to all these books also put up in the classroom so you can go straight to it and and order them for yourselves. All right, beautiful. So Victoria says, this deepens my embodiment of the high priestess archetype. Absolutely. It feels like an advanced integration of the body temple. Absolutely. We'll be doing emergent ceremony soon. Wonderful, Victoria. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right, everybody. We're at the end of Module 1. I will meet you back for Module 2. If you're on the replay, digest it when you want. Call in Sacred Space. If you're joining us live, then I will see you in half an hour. Okay, Victoria. No worries, baby. Talk to you soon, everybody. It was great connecting with you. Tune in, too, if you have any questions, and be sure to type them in at the start or something you want to share. Type it in at the start of the new session. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.